This is your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Come with us and share your experience, ideas, and suggestions for all the listeners to improve their English while talking about any topic of your preference, whenever it is in English. This podcast is coming to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. Welcome, my friends, to the section, the word of the day in this new English 21 podcast. And as I promised several weeks ago, I'm back. Yes, I'm here. I've been um, a little busy for a while, but now I'm taking control, taking over again on our duties in this new English 21 podcast. Remember that this podcast is made for English learners by English learners, just like you and me. Yes, because together we can share, grow, and become better English speakers. Yes, and for today's word of the day, um, it captured my attention because uh, this word I have uh, already uh, known as a name of a king. And then I learned by doing this podcast that uh, uh, my understanding of this word was incomplete. Yes. The word of the day is Nimrod. Yes, Nimrod. Nimrod got here three meanings when a descendant of Ham represented in Genesis as a mighty hunter and a king of Shinar. That's the reference name that I have gotten before, as I've said. Then, when not capitalized, means it means hunter, a hunter. And in a slang mode, also not capitalized, the meaning is an idiot, a jerk. Yes, uh, that's a very sounding thing for me to learn because I only uh, have gotten the, the sense of a king. Uh, we're going to read here a reference cited in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Nimrod is described in Genesis as the first on earth to be a mighty man and a mighty hunter before the Lord. It's easy to see how people made the leap from one mighty hunter in the Bible to calling any hunter a Nimrod. A lesser known fact is that Nimrod has seen some use in English as a noun meaning tyrant. Apparently, the mighty Nimrod was not reputed to be an especially benevolent king, although that sense is now essentially obsolete, the sense of tyrant. The legendary Nimrod is also sometimes associated with the attempt to build the Tower of Babel, because the tower resulted 
in the wrath of the Lord and proved a disastrous idea, Nimrod is sometimes used with yet another meaning, a stupid person. Yeah, Nimrod the king is also related with the stupid idea that he tried to make uh, real, building the Babel Tower according to the Bible. The first, the first use known of Nimrod is uh, in the 15th century in the meaning defined uh, a descendant of Ham represented in Genesis as a mighty hunter and a king of Shinar. Yes, uh, the etymology for this word is from the Hebrew Nimrod. Yes, my friends, this has been the section the word of the day. And as you can see, maybe you know uh, some word in your native language, but when you enhance, when you uh, broaden your uh, knowledge or your understanding in a specific word, maybe you can get a very uh, surprising new learning about that word. Thank you very much, my friends, for always listening to your new English 21 podcast. This podcast is made for English learners by English learners. So, well, my friends, today, instead of the history section or today in history, I bought you the article of the day uh, because I catched my attention. An article appeared on the New York Times uh, that is written by Sheila Ovid and it's about uh, eBay's survival lesson. This is on the section on tech with Sheila Ovid, uh, August 11, 2021. eBay is not reimagining space travel, and that's totally fine. What is the learning and what is the lesson behind this? We're going to uh, read uh, briefly the, the article by this author. I wanted to be okay for a company to just to be just okay. That's why I want to talk about eBay. Some of you might vaguely remember shopping on eBay in the peak Beanie Babies era, or maybe you never think about eBay at all. The value of stuff sold on Amazon is about six times what eBay sells each year, can you imagine? But eBay might have found a groove. It's premature to call it a success, but shoppers have been buying more there and the company has made peace with not being an everything store like Amazon. Instead, eBay is trying to focus on what it does best. So, this company is trying to focus on what it makes better related to other companies on that field. The company will say later on Wednesday how its businesses fared in the past three months. 
Nivey's former chief executive aspired to make a bigger difference around the world. The new eBay is mostly trying to keep its loyal shoppers and merchants happy. That's a big difference because you rebuild your vision. Yeah, you're not trying to uh, to do the giant or to do uh, uh, to be the more gigantic company in the e-commerce. You are you, you are just trying to uh, keep on the game yes i know that i'm making ebay sound like a college graduate who would rather chill out than stress over success but what if relatively modest ambitions were good enough yeah that's the point what if uh, relatively modest ambitions were good enough it's not always a good thing for people and companies to have the most grand dreams imaginable. Yes, let me rewind to eBay's dark period before 2019 when it was both surprisingly successful and underwhelming. Yes, eBay for years occupied a distant second place to Amazon among shopping websites in the United States, but it was losing ground even as Americans bought far more online. eBay was outfoxed by both Walmart and Amazon and by smaller online specialists like Etsy. The company went through drama, including noisy investors who wanted eBay to dramatically change and a chief executive who disagreed with their ideas and quit two years ago. So, slowly and completely since then, eBay has remodeled itself, has reinvented itself. It ditched some businesses and directed its attention to selling in areas that are reminiscent of eBay's 1990s goods, used items, slightly past their peak products such as uh, last year's popular toys and collectibles including sneakers, luxury watches and trading cards. Yes, I'm not building, no, building a better digital forum for this item is not a post-raising innovation but sales have been going up again. Colin Sebastian, a stock analyst with the investment firm Bayard, told me that eBay still needs time to prove that its recent improvements aren't solely because people have shopped everywhere online throughout the pandemic. We'll see if eBay has landed on a formula for a solid and sustainable shopping site for years to come. It's also possible that eBay might be missing a chance to be a little more reckless to grow for our loyalty at a moment when people's shopping habits are more in flux than they've been for a long time. But I want to appreciate what some of eBay's boring fixes and humility about this mission have done so far. Along with Shopify, the largely unseen powerhouse behind many local business websites, eBay may be showing that there 
is a third path in technology. Yes, between the vision earth reaches of titans like Amazon and Google and the industries creators of failure. One of the lessons of big tech is we all might be better off if we didn't rely so much on a handful of major powers, powers such as Amazon, of course. Once they're so big, once they're so big, companies can dictate access to information, habits around personal data and business models in ways that should make us a little uncomfortable. And of course, uh, in a ways that will expose our privacy to any kind of intelligence. It's healthy if we have more alternatives, both by the sky ones and modest ones like eBay, to keep the big guys on their toes. Yes, this has been my friend's the article of the day, and I think the most valuable lesson that we can extract from here, from this article, is that you don't have to be uh, the giant, you don't have to be the number one, you just have to keep playing. Yes, keep playing uh, through reinventing yourself. And this, for me, applies to companies and applies to ourselves. It is not to be the better, the best. It is not to be the best in class. It is to be uh, uh, the best version we can make about ourselves. So this has been, my friends, the section, the article of the day in this your new English 21 podcast. Remember that this podcast is made for English learners by English learners just like you and me. Thank you very much. Hey, hello. Hello, my friends. How are you? How is everything? I hope everything is going fine, everything is going all right with you, your family, and your health, of course. These are times in which we have to keep healthy and safe, most of all. Yes, and in the section, the quote of the day, we got uh, a quote from, an very, from a very well-known author, yeah, and it is as follows. Life is different when we discover what is deeply important to us. Yes, life is different when we discover what is deeply important to us. As we were talking about health in these times of pandemic, I'm going to read again. Life is different when we discover what is deeply important to us. And the author for this quote is Stephen Covey. Yes, the celebrator, the celebrated writer, uh, Stephen Richards Covey, who was born on October 24, 1932, and died on July 16, 2012. That, uh, that fact about Stephen Covey, I didn't know this. Uh, so I am learning this fact 
uh, along, al along with you. So, uh, Stephen Richard Covey, Western American educator, author, businessman, and keynote speaker. His most popular book is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you have not read this book, I strongly recommend you to buy it and read it. You buy it, you read it because it's a very powerful uh, uh, exposure of his ideas in what he considers to be the most uh, effective people and the seven uh, habits that, according to him, distinguish uh, the highly effective people from those who are not. Other books um, authored by Covey include First Things First, People-Centered Leadership, no, Principle-Centered Leadership, The Seven Habits or Highly Effective Families, The Eighth Habit, The Leader in Me, How Schools and Parents Around the World Are Inspiring Greatness, One Child at a Time, among others. In 1996, Time Magazine named him one of the 25 most influential people in the world. Yes, he was a professor at the John M. Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University at the time of his death. Yes, my friends, this has been the session, the quote of the day, and in this case, we have brought to you a quote by the author, the very influential author in self-development uh, field, Stephen Richards Covey. Yes, thanks, my friends, for listening to this, your new English 21 podcast. Remember that this podcast is made for English learners by English learners just like you and me. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Remember that you can talk about any topic of your preference whenever it is in English. This podcast came to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much.